Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My, 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 my. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Could you play for me just until after the reading, please? Praise the Lord. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, we have had ourselves a time. God, oh my. Last year, we told Pastor Lopez that was the best. Couldn't get any better. Oh. We'll say the same thing of this conference. Can't get any better. But it will. If we have to come back in the year 2001. We have heard some awesome messages. God. I didn't feel like turning back then. But I felt like turning back just a little while ago. God, we heard some tremendous messages. I'm sure. I'm so glad that I am here with you tonight. Whether I had come to preach or not, I would have still wanted to be here because I know what end time restoration is all about. I have been here in every one of them, some to preach, some to just come and get edified. Amen. We planned for a long time to be here. Men and women of the church worked hard to be able to make it here because this is a place to be. This is where it's at. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Lopez and your, your uh, staff for allowing us to come tonight. And this fine uh, group of pastors and evangelists and ministers that are here. And especially our president, whom we love dearly. Amen. That is here with us backing up this, uh, this uh, activity that is so important to us here tonight. Praise the Lord. And God bless Family Life Center that has come to worship the Lord. I am going to read and believe me they didn't come to hear me they hear me all the time no no I, I don't I never take them with me wherever I go I don't take them with me because I always preach what I've already preached to them somewhere else and I get embarrassed but I'm not embarrassed tonight Joshua 4 6 and 7 for your hearing tonight Joshua 4 six and seven amen would you stand one more time I'm not going to be too long I'm not a long-winded preacher the man coming after me needs some time because he's long-winded <laughs> I can say that he's my friend so I'll take a little bit of time and leave the rest of whatever wherever I mess up he's gonna clean it up I told him to amen praise the Lord Joshua 4, 6, and 7. That this may be a sign amongst you that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, what mean ye by these stones? And then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were, were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel. These stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. We're asking with all of our heart and soul, God, that you would continue to anoint this place, 
Anoint my heart, my mind, and my soul to bring forth your word, Lord, with freedom and liberty. Anoint my mind, God, my heart, to be able to bring your word to your people, God, under the anointing power of the Holy Ghost. And that way, God will give you the glory and the praise and the honor. In the glorious and wonderful, precious name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. In order for the next generation of people to come upon the face of this earth, especially America, America has set aside certain days to keep alive certain uh, things that happened, uh, such as Memorial Day and uh, uh, they have Veterans Day for the veterans to remember them. And uh, they have different kinds of activities, different kinds of things that they celebrate to make sure that the generation that's to come later will never forget the sacrifices of these men and these women. To remember where we came from and enjoy the blessings that we have and realize and understand that somebody had to pay a price for what we enjoy tonight. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. To preserve them as memorials for this generation that is coming up. Amen. Like, we all want to know where we came from. I mean, there's uh, what you call a family tree. A lot of people like to uh, investigate and, and try to find uh, uh, where their family is from and, and so on. And I know my, uh, my wife and I, we never looked to see where the Hernandezes came from. There's too many of us. It's a common name. Amen. Uh, uh, one day, her, her, her parents let her know that uh, she came from some tribe way out there in the boondock somewhere. It's not a, a well-known tribe. And, uh, you know, it made her feel good that she knows where her, where her beginning is at, her family tree. And we went to this restaurant a while back and and uh, uh, there was a, a, a calendar there and it had the name of the tribe where my wife's parents came from and why we were excited the waiter there thought we were excited about his food it was <laughs> it wasn't the food it was that uh, amen so it, it's very important for us uh, amen uh, to know things and and to go back sometimes uh, especially when when times get difficult we like to go back to get a hold of something that would help us, amen, to encourage us and to, and to bless us, amen. Uh, so, so it was with, uh, with uh, Joshua. The Word of God tells us that, uh, 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 as we read in the Scriptures today, that when the people of Israel came out of Egypt, out of bondage, there was a time when they, they had to cross the Jordan. And the Jordan in those days, the waters were overflowing. And in order for them to cross up, uh, uh, some miracle had to happen because uh, when they came to the foot of the Jordan, the waters were so full that they couldn't cross. But in carrying the Ark of God, the Ark of the Covenant, across, uh, the Word of God tells us that uh, the Lord performed a great miracle in the people of Israel. He put forth His hand upon the rivers, and the river opened up, and uh, the priests were able to walk through dry land. It was a testimony. It was something great that God had done for them. 
And the Lord did not want them to ever forget what he had done for them on their behalf. And, and he wanted them to, to commemorate, to build a, a memorial there in that particular uh, river. Uh, that, uh, uh, and he told them to do it. Uh, he wanted the people to always remember what God had done here for his people Israel. He wanted uh, that uh, it, uh, so many years later that when their children would come by and, and, and see those stones in the, in the, uh, the river that they would ask uh, their mom and their dad, uh, what are these stones all about? What are they doing here? And that they would be able to answer them and say, Son, there was a time when we were in bondage in Egypt land. There was a time that we were not able to glorify our God. There was a time that we were slaves and they went on to relate the story of how God delivered them out of Egypt's bondage. And they were able to tell them of the glory and the power of Almighty God. And then their children would go on. Uh, another generation would come up and that other generation would go and see the stones. And they would also ask uh, their parents, what are these stones here? And they would answer the same way. Those stones were a memorial to the people of Israel. How important it is to keep alive what we have received from God. How important it is for us to build bridges from here to the old times. And from here to what we believe in. That, uh, that it, would it would never slip our hearts and get away from us. Uh, as to what God is and, and what, ha what God has become in our lives up to now. Praise the name of the Lord. In the last few years, we lost some great pioneers in our church. Uh, not too long ago, we lost one of the greatest men that ever lived, I believe. One of the greatest leaders of our organization in Brother Nava. When Brother Nava passed away, a lot of our history of our church went with him. Amen. And uh, uh, there were others that also uh, have gone on with the Lord and, and that, that carried with them or that connected us. Amen. To the Jordan, as we could say tonight. They connected us. Amen. To what we are and, and where we come from. Praise God. The messages that they preached and the, the doctrine that they held so dear to their hearts uh, that was so pure and so holy that they passed on to us. Uh, amen. They, they never burned the bridges between this generation uh, and the generation of Joshua. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. They, they, they struggled um, and fought devils to keep this truth. Um, uh, amen. To where we are today, where we are now. Hallelujah. And we could still go back as it were to Jordan. When times get hard and difficult, we can always go back to those teachings. We can always go back to those glorious days. Hallelujah. Amen. When God was able to speak to us in such a special way. Can you say praise the Lord to that? That's why I say, amen, people from family life, I hope they didn't come to hear me only. I hope they came because uh, they came to hear from what thus saith the Lord. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, we, we made every possible effort to come to this end time restoration. Uh, amen. Uh, the, the, the Lifeline Ministries, the men of the program. Uh, I told Brother Rudy the coordinator and Brother Art Diaz. Uh, 
I said, brothers, we need to get phase one over to end time restoration. Amen. So that when they go to end time, they can fill themselves with the glory of God. And they can see that it's not only at family life or the churches in the surrounding area that teach what thus saith the Lord. I want to build memorials in your hearts, brothers. I don't want you to ever forget what you have heard in this church revival here. Hallelujah. Because a time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine. Amen. Where you're going to have to reach back to Jordan and go back and receive again what thus saith the Lord. What you have received from God. I like to get those connections. I like to make a connection from us to that era. Amen. To keep the church holy. We must never forget amen what we have in the Lord we must not ever forget amen what God has done on our behalf if you believe that say amen it wasn't but about four years ago that I called and asked permission the Lord impressed in my heart as I was in prayer one day amen that the man of God this great pioneer but the Nava wasn't going to be with us too much longer and I wanted the ministers of my local church to meet the great pioneer I wanted them to touch him I wanted them to be around him so I called Pastor Lopez amen and I asked him would you ask the family if it would be alright that when we go to end time restoration I can take my, uh, the ministers of the local church amen to see brother Nava oh praise God amen when we got there what an awesome sight it was as we walked into his house, you felt something, amen, awesome in that house. Why? Because there was a Moses in there. There was an Elijah inside of that house. Hallelujah. That was able to form this great church that we are in today. That fought devils, amen, to make sure that this doctrine was preserved for us today in this generation that we live in. Praise the name of the Lord. I wanted them to connect. I wanted them to feel. I wanted them to see the Moses of our apostolic church. Hallelujah. And what an awesome thing it was as we sat there in the living room and this great man, hallelujah, stricken in years, walked out into the living room and I can see the faces of the men of God, of the ministers, as we look upon the face of a man who took us way back to the 20s and the 30s who struggled amen to give us what we have today I wanted to get them connected I wanted them never to forget what they saw amen I wanted them to never forget what they felt when they saw this great man of God hallelujah stricken in years but full of the power and of the glory of the Holy Ghost And we asked him, Brother Nava, would you say something to the men? And you know, and the ladies also. And you know, he stood up with his old famous words. He looked out there into the men and the, the, the ministers. And, and the, we, were there, we were there at that time. And he said, Mucha paz de Cristo. 
You felt the chill going down your body because there was a man that connected us with the past. There was a man that prevailed throughout many things in his life to preserve for us what we have right now. The doctrine that we so dearly hold to our hearts. The name of Jesus Christ. The only way that you can be saved. Acts 2.38. Hallelujah. Amen. And the receiving of the power and the glory of the Holy Ghost even now they don't forget it's embedded in our hearts to remember it helps us amen I, I've always made it a point amen to involve my children in the revivals that we have in our local churches Pastor Adam Lopez and those pastors that have been in revival in our churches. Bishop Bembry and Joel Trout and those that have been with us. You know, amen, that when you've been to our church, my children are sitting in the office fellowshipping. Why? Because I want them to. I want them to connect. Amen. Because times are not always going to be good. We're not always going to be in revival. There comes a time the Bible says when men will not endure sound doctrine hallelujah and we need to connect one with another and remember those great men that preached to us the word hallelujah without fear and without favor Oh, how wonderful it is to sit and stand next to great men like the late E.L. Dias, a man who would come to our church every year and preach to us end time messages, closing out the year and bringing in the new year. How wonderful it was to have men like that that would stand behind the apostolic pulpit and bring forth the word of God without fear, without faith preach what thus saith the Lord church of God let us never lose what God has given to us in this end time that we live in today hallelujah for now there are perilous times that have come and we need to continue to go back to the Jordan and remember what God has done on the behalf of God's people tonight Our holiness standard has been challenged in this day that we live in today. Amen. Our standard of holiness is not the same that it was then. I want to tell you, in the midst of revival, we have the Laodicean church that has crept into our church. Come on now, you can still praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we need men that can take a walk back over to the Jordan and bring to us the word of God and preach what thus saith the Lord it's still wrong hallelujah to live unrighteous for God it's still wrong to live ungodly for God hallelujah we need men that will preach the word of God Hallelujah, hallelujah. What has set the apostolic church aside? Amen. Different than all the others. Hallelujah. It's the dress. It's the eating habit. It's our separation from the world. The devil doesn't like that, my friend. 
He wants to take it away from us. We heard Pastor Lupito Arroyo just the other day mention, amen, some of these standards that we are losing in our churches. Amen. He did not exaggerate. We've got people walking in our churches ungodly dressed without their veils on their heads. And we are confusing the new generation of people today. Hallelujah. How somebody is failing to preach what thus saith the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me tell it like it is tonight. Praise the name of the Lord. Holiness is still necessary. Without holiness, you cannot make it to heaven. Without living right for God, you're going to lose out, my friend. Follow peace with all men and holiness. Glory. you know what confuses our young people the most isn't that same young lady that walked in that way is singing in the choir glory to God hallelujah you don't see that here this is a holy church you don't see that here because they preach what they say of the Lord hallelujah yes holiness 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 Glory! Glory! You walk in some churches, man, you don't know whether they're saints or or not. You check out the musicians over here. Look at them. Dress right. Nice haircuts. Why? Because somebody is walking over to the Jordan on a daily basis. Hallelujah. And getting a hold of God like never before. They're taking a walk to the Jordan. They don't want to ever forget what God did. The miracles of God. The blessings of God. They want to make sure to pass it on to the next generation. to be careful church hallelujah because the Bible says and there arose another generation that knew not God why did they not know God because they did not know the works that God had done for his people Oh, I remember when I was growing up. Amen. I remember going to churches. I remember going to El Siloé as a young boy. When it was over across the street from the Coca-Cola company in Los Angeles. I remember standing outside going over as a little boy to one of the windows that they had on the side. Some of you oldies but goodies know what I'm talking about. Yes, I remember. It stayed with me even now. And I think that those things are what's helping me when I get tempted and I say something is wrong here. I want to exit. Something tells me you can't. Don't you remember Jordan? Don't you remember the stones? Don't you remember what I did for my people? It's not always going to be like this. 
Oh, hallelujah. Remember, as I would sit there looking through that window on the side by where the platform was at, and I would see the preacher with a thundering voice preaching the word of God. I did not understand any of it, but I could feel that there was something going on. I would look at the church, and here you see everybody dancing, everybody jumping, everybody running. The power of God was there. Somebody had gone to the Jordan and somebody was preaching what thus saith the Lord and the church of God was being blessed hallelujah I don't know if any of you remember hermano Hermosillo years ago as a child I used to imitate him I used to like the way he preached en esta noche les voy a hablar de la palabra de Dios Remember that? Oh, that was a long time ago. But that man with his thunderous voice uh, would preach the word of God. Uh, amen. It was not a wishy-washy uh, doctrine. Uh, he was preaching the word of God. Uh, and I remember those things. Uh, that is what keeps me going sometimes. Uh, how can I leave this thing? Uh, how can I fail God? Uh, somebody built the bridge uh, between the Jordan and myself. Uh, and I've got to build the same bridge uh, for the people of this generation today. Remember as a child visiting the church in, in Watts. Ma'am, an old man, huh? Watts. Was in Compton, it was Watts. And right in the middle of Watts. A little old building. I think it might have been a house. Amen. But in those days, we could almost hold general conventions in those buildings. It was so small. Hallelujah. I remember what? I remember Ramoncito Estrada, a short little man with a raspy voice, with a heart full of the power and the glory of Almighty God. As he stayed behind that puppet and preached the word of God. I remember chairs flying, brother. I remember the power of God moving everywhere. Hallelujah. What was he doing? He was building. He was building. He was building bridges. Hallelujah. He was building a memorial for this day and age, for this generation that is here today. Don't ever let go of what God has given us. Somebody suffered for what you have tonight. They would turn in their graves if they saw some of the things that prevail in our churches today. My, 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 my. Men walking like girlies. Mm-hmm. Little girlies walking like men. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. Praise the name of the Lord. And little old sissified boys walking around with their hands turned around like that. Hallelujah. Singing in our choirs. Hallelujah. Positions in the churches. Come on, quit you like men, be strong, and be a man that God created you to be, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, God is looking for men that will be men, and women that will be women in this day and age.
My God, my God, my God, what is happening? There has come a generation that does not know God. Amen. Sure, the cream of the crop is here. We have come to enjoy ourselves in the Lord. But outside the doors of this church, in many places today, you will find exactly what I'm talking about is true. It's sad, but it is the truth tonight. When I was in Bible school, Brother Ariano, you remember that? Oh, Bible school was beautiful. We were in heaven. Oh, that beautiful chapel. The beautiful services. We thought that that was it. We thought all, I thought all churches were the same. Until we started to go out. And I realized that all churches were not like, like Bible college. No, sir. And that's the way it is here. Because some of you might be thinking, why is he preaching that way? Can't he see that we're all in one mind and one accord? Yeah, but when you leave this place, you're going to meet those sissies. You're going to meet those people. You're going to meet them out there. Hallelujah. They will try to tell you it's different now. You know that some people even in the church said that Proposition 22 was okay. Amen. Why? Because they have raised some of those in their own homes. That's the truth. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. The church must hold a holiness standard. We must continue to worship God no matter the price, no matter the cost. Hallelujah. We can love them, but we don't have to approve of them. Just pray for them that God will change their walk, that God will change their talk, and God will change their hearts tonight. Rap music is still wrong. I don't care how you see it, and if you get blessed with it, that's your problem. Oh, <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. It doesn't belong in the apostolic church. Oh, glory to God. Let me tell you, rap music, it does not belong in the church. Why? Because it belongs in the world. It belongs in the ghettos. It belongs out there with the gangsters. That's where it belongs. Rap music has no business in the church. My, 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 I love you, but rap music does not belong in the church. There was an interview that they made with this rap artist, and they asked him, why rap? Oh, he gave the explanation. He said, the reason we rap is because you don't have to have a voice to sing. And we can express what we feel in the neighborhoods. Amen. We can rap about the police. We can tell them what we feel in our hearts. 
Amen. You say, well, we put Christian words uh, to that rap. It's still wrong, my friend, because it originated with something that is totally contrary to the word of Almighty God. My Lord, baptism in Jesus' name is still necessary for salvation. It's being attacked. In one of our Bible schools, and I told this to my bishop, I told him somebody is teaching that if you're not baptized and you die, You'll still make it to heaven. Hey, that's worse than the Catholics. God Almighty. At least Catholicism takes you to purgatory. And then they pray you out if you got enough money. We need to take a walk back to the Jordan. We need to go back where it originated from. We need to go back to where our forefathers were at and what they taught and what they preached. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Acts 2.38 is still the only way to make it to heaven. No such thing as deathbed repentance. The only way you can be saved. Acts 2.38 And living a good, godly, and holy life before the Lord is the only way that you can make it. That is being challenged. And you know what I'm talking about because you've been around it. It's just that you hardly ever hear somebody, uh, uh, amen, that, that, that doesn't care, that will preach it to you. We take our people that die in a backslidden condition. We talk about, we're talking about building memorials. Amen. Examples for our people, for this generation, for you today. We as pastors are building memorials for you and for your children. And once in a while, we have to take a walk back to the Jordan. Amen. To where our foundation is at. Amen. So that you can continue and know that we're not the only ones. We're being challenged. We see all these evangelists have thousands in their congregations. Amen. And, and oh, you see that they lay hands and they fall, they're slain. You see miracles by the hand of miracle workers such as Benny Hinn. Hmm. And you look back and you look at our church. You say, where are the miracles in our church? Why don't we have a quarter of a million people in one stadium to preach to them the word of the Lord? Amen. Why is it that these people, amen, are so full? It's easier to believe a lie, church, than it is to believe the truth. It's not easy for people to repent and leave the way that they live and follow the ways of the Lord. We're being attacked by so many things today, and it's so easy today to leave those things that we so dearly held to our hearts and go the way of the charismatic.
deathbed repentance is not a doctrine. Not ours anyway. We look at that and we think, oh, I got to make it easy. I got to drop my standards. We're too strict. I got to let my boys comb their hair kind of funny. And that way, you know, it won't be so hard for others to come to church. I got to quit preaching hellfire and brimstone. Because if I do, it's going to scare them away. So we stop. And we turn. And we let go of some of those things. Amen. That we have acquired from God. We get away from the word of God and we use man's thinking and man's reasoning. Amen. We, we change our doctrine. It's okay to change the structure of your church, but don't touch the doctrine. So you have now in the church uh, boys uh, with funny hairdos. Uh, looks like they just got up in the morning. Hallelujah. Oh, because uh, just leave them alone. God will show them. Uh, amen. The Bible tells us uh, that the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? Uh, your heart will deceive you and tell you it's right when it's wrong. Uh, your heart will tell you it's wrong when it's right. Uh, you can't go by what your heart says. Uh, you go by what thus saith the Lord. I got to close. I got to close. Amen. You could change the structure. It's all right. Amen. And the order of services we have, we change the structure. We don't do certain things that we traditionally did in the traditional churches, which is fine. Amen. It didn't work for us, so we changed it. And that's all right. But you can't touch the doctrine, brother. You can't do it. If there was ever a time when we needed to preach what thus saith the Lord, it is now. Amen. When men, amen, will not endure sound doctrine, they'll take off from your church. And they'll find a church uh, where the pastor lets them do whatever they want over here the pastor says it's all right as long as God doesn't show me everything's all right uh, that's a lie from the pits of hell that's not the way it is uh, don't you fall for that today uh, amen get a hold uh, of the word of God uh, stay where you're at uh, and hear what thus saith the Lord God God Somebody wanted so bad to believe, amen, that, their, that their, their, their relative had made it to heaven. He had backslid and lived a backslidden life, indulged in drugs and alcohol, and he died, amen, being an alcoholic. And when they went to the funeral, I sat there and I listened to a lie. I listened to him say he was a good man. Amen. God forgave him when he was there in his deathbed. He made confession of faith to God. And God took him. And he is in heaven right now. And most of the people lifted up their hands. And they said, praise the Lord. What a lie. What a lie. That's not the way the word of God says. The word of God tells us that you need to repent. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And you need to live a God and a holy life backsliders are coming back yes they are and I accept that and they serve God with all their hearts they have died in the Lord and made it to heaven but when they die backsliding they don't go to heaven the way they're preaching them in today there is a family in our church who has 
a mother who is stone Catholic. The family witnessed, we witnessed to her. She got deathly sick, cannot breathe on her own. Took her to the hospital various times and we could not convince her that she needed to repent and be baptized in Jesus' name and get the Holy Ghost. Amen. But the last time she went into the hospital, nothing could be done. She had a rare disease in her body, in her lungs, that did not allow her to breathe. They had her on a breathing machine. They told us, consult your minister and ask him what you want to do. If when she passes away or when she, this machine stops working, we're not going to be able to put the mask because a mask is not enough for her. Her lungs are gone. She's going to die. Amen. So they told us that. And I told the sister, let's pray. She's not saved. I had to tell her, as much as I love this family and I love their mother, we cannot compromise with the word we cannot waver from the truth if I would have compromised and told them it's okay let her die she'll be alright she was a good woman she never hurt anybody she was good to everybody I think God will have mercy and take her to heaven I didn't tell her that I bit my tongue and I said you need to pray that God will help her to repent in some way somehow that mask would work on her that they can bring her to church and we can baptize her in Jesus name and pray that God fill her with the power and the glory of the Holy Ghost well the mass didn't work and they kept her on this I sent my assistant pastor a great man of God that God uses amen in special ways to pray for the Holy Ghost but our Diaz is here tonight I said, go over and pray for her, Brother Art. She needs the Holy Ghost. She needs to be baptized. And they prayed for her, and nothing happened. A priest just happened to come into the hospital to give her her last rites. What good is that going to do? The last rites came up to her bed and told her, Judy, I'm here. Amen. She looks up. And, and her, her daughter, the sister of our church, immediately, the Lord got a hold of her. The Holy Ghost got a hold of her heart and said, ask the priest. Because the mother was holding on to her baptism when she was a baby. And she had told Teresa, her daughter, if you can prove to me that my baptism was not valid, I'll get baptized in Jesus' name. But it's too late. She's in the hospital. She can't walk out. She can't even breathe on her own. Teresa, full of the Holy Ghost, looked up at that priest and said, Sir, could you tell me where baby baptism originated from? Made sure that the, that the mama was awake enough to hear the question and the answer. And he proceeded to answer that it was a man-made doctrine. Oh, we decided to baptize in some 100 AD or, or uh, you know, because of this and that and so on. And the mother was listening. Teresa took advantage and she said, uh, Sir, does that mean that it is a man-made doctrine? The crazy priest said, Yes! <laughs> ha! Yes! That's all she needed to hear. Her eyes open wide. She began to breathe a little bit better. Hallelujah. 
When the priest left, she said to her daughter, I believe now, I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. We cannot waver from the truth. We got to preach what thus saith the Lord. The doctor said, we can't baptize. She will not make it. The daughter said, do you have something here? said we have a whirlpool downstairs but it will be detrimental to her health when you put her in the water she could die and we don't want to be liable we left it at that she called me and I told her we'll wait upon God see what God says she called me that night and said pastor the, 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 our doctor came and said we can baptize her tonight I sent brother Jess, uh, Jesse Cornejo over there who's here as a witness tonight the evangelistic coordinator big man could handle her and put her in the water as everybody was a witness the doctors were there the nurses were there the orderlies were there they saw somebody die hallelujah baptized in Jesus name oh, don't waver from the truth buy the truth and sell it not Hallelujah. If I would have told them no, it's all right. She would have never gotten baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah, but that's not all. She's not complete, my friend. She doesn't have the blood applied until the Holy Ghost comes in. She came out of the water. Everybody was looking to see she was going to have an attack and die. She got up and she said, praise the Lord. Uh, Took her back up to her room, dressed her up, lied down, put all that machinery back on her so she could continue to breathe. I told Brother Hart Diaz, go back up there, Brother Hart. She's baptized, but she's not fully saved. She needs the Holy Ghost. Go over and talk to her. He went and gave her a Bible study in her ear because she was so weak. Prayed for her to receive the Holy Ghost and nothing happened. Instructed her, went back again and started praying for her. You see, you don't have to scream and yell for people to get the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is God himself. Amen. He'll come in if you believe hallelujah amen 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 so he prayed again he prayed again God give her the Holy Ghost come on sister say come on Lord come in my heart Lord fill me with the Holy Ghost amen she stuttered a little bit but that's as far as it went hallelujah but the heart came home and told me pastor I don't know if she received it or not there was a little stuttering and I told her keep on praying keep on seeking God God's gonna fill you with the Holy Ghost because she's about ready to die any day any moment any second she's gonna give her last breath and she's going to die and she needs the Holy Ghost help me now last night we got a call oh yeah somebody took a walk to the Jordan somebody got a Holy God somebody said you need the Holy Ghost they said Judy is speaking in tongues she spoke in tongues all night long hey come on come on 
let go what God has given you tonight. Oh, go back to the Jordan. Receive your blessing tonight as we praise and glorify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his glory. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> you.